Welcome all you sinners and sodomites to episode three of Bible Stories for Atheists. I am Josh. Linz. And we are your guides to the graphically godly stories the Bible is literally, literarily littered with. You're going to say that every week? <laughs> Some version of it, yeah. <laughs> it's all you, babe. I've got, I've got, I've got a whole list yeah. of these. Oh. Well, I'm excited. Of these now, but I, I'm i 99% sure at some point I'm just going to start reusing yeah. them. Right on. Right <laughs> on. They're, they're tongue, tongue twisty for sure. Yeah. So this is an interesting week. We're taking a break from the story of Jacob and Joseph and all of them, that whole mm-hmm. crazy family. Yes. The Kardashians of their day, <laughs> if you will. Uh, We're taking a break from them, and we're uh, jumping forward in time to Numbers 22. Right. Balaam and his donkey. things oh, they're great <laughs> all right enough chit chat <laughs> uh so this story we are only covering three chapters okay so it's not a lot to okay. cover especially compared to like going over 16 or whatever it was 17 i think for jacob okay for those of you reading along at home we're going to be starting in numbers 22 Numbers. Numbers. 22. Yes. The chapter is called Numbers. The book is called Numbers. Right. The chapter is called... 22. It's 22. Okay. Yeah. So it's not number 22. Correct. Numbers. Right. Okay. There's this guy. Okay. And one day, all these officials show up at his door from a town called Moab. Moab. Which is a few hundred miles south of him. Okay. So all of these officials show up, and they tell him that their king, Balak, sent them to bring him with them okay. back. Because there's this huge, just tens or even hundreds of thousands of people, this mass of immigrants that have settled in their land. They're called Israelites. <laughs> And they've wiped out a few cities. They've already. wiped them out? They've wiped out cities already. How do you wipe out a city? We'll get to that in a future oh. episode. Okay. <laughs> Not that they are specific in the Bible. Right. <laughs> with how the, they got I'm wiped out. But picturing, you know how in cartoons when they show termites like eating through wood and it's always very fast? And like they start on a house and then they start eating it and then the house is gone. Right. That's, by the end of the commercial. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was picturing. <laughs> People coming to town and just walking through and it dissolving behind them. Or like um, zombies in The Walking Dead when they take out, when a whole herd of zombies uh, yep. take out a farmhouse just by walking. Right. Through right by, it. Yeah. Through it. Yeah. Um, no, but <laughs> they actually like fought and stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. But um the king is is worried that even if they're not 
there for hostile intent. Everybody in the city is worried that with all these people there, they're just going to drain the area of resources. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and, and the King has knows that these Israelites have a God. Okay. Our God. (laughs) It's an awesome God. He reigns. (laughs) Um, <laughs> it has this god that Pavlovian. is <laughs> it kind of was yeah has they have this god that um will help them wipe wipe out cities and stuff like that um and he knows he can't do anything against it so he calls on this guy this guy whose name you have not told me yet his name is Balaam Balaam and this guy he wants to have come to Moab he wants. He wants to have come. He wants to have this guy come. Oh, you said to he Moab. wants to have come, and I was like, <laughs> so that he can place a curse on uh, the Israelites to get rid oh, of them. Which doctor? That's really the perception for a lot of Christians out there is that this guy is kind of a witch doctor. He's considered okay. a pagan prophet. Gotcha. All right. Now, that being said, this is the first we ever hear of him, and there's no reason to think that. So Balaam says to them, says to these officials that have shown up at his place, he goes, all right, you guys spend the night. I'll talk to God okay, and see what he has to say about it. You know, The witch doctor is going to talk to that God? Yeah. The same God that is giving the Israelites the power to drain resources? Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to talk to him. Okay. I, and I'll and I'll say this because you're kind of picking up on it. Like when I first read this story, like just just recently for this, I was I completely forgot like what the backstory of Balaam was and everything, and um like the or the traditional backstory for Balaam, mm-hmm. and I really was like, is he like a lost Israelite because he talks to God very easily, right? And he seems to have a reverence for God mm-hmm. even, but there's yeah, this whole story. Pagan. Yeah. But there's this whole story about him. There's this whole like theoretical story right. about him being some pagan oh. prophet and everything. But it's not actually like his backstory isn't not, not in this, not in this story. Right. No future, future books of the Bible will talk about him like that, but it's all like stuff oh, written, written after, after this. this. Yeah. yeah. To fill holes. Right. Right. Yeah. Full fillers. So anyway. Cement. So I, I would say, like, as we go through this, if you're somebody who has had a previous connotation about Balaam, maybe keep an open mind about him in this one. That's what everybody's sitting around thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> Balaam from the Bible. Right. <laughs> so anyway. um, He's like the Ant-Man of the Bible at this point. The Ant-Man? Yeah. Barely around. Oh, I thought you meant because he gets really big. Oh. I was like, he's he not, really that's big? not in the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope. Not what I meant. Um, so anyway, so he, he says, he tells these officials to stay the night. He's going to talk to God. So he goes and talks to God. God asks him, who are these men who are with you? And Balaam fills him in. Okay. You would think God would know. Right. But he's Balaam an, fills him in. He's an all, all knowing, all seeing. Right. All powerful genie of the lamp right yeah so um god tells balaam not to go with these men right okay. uh they so, want your come 
(laughs) (laughs) If the Bible said that shit, I would 100% read it. Right. (laughs) Uh, Balaam goes back to the guy, to these men that have come and he tells them that uh, he can't go back with them because God says, says so. And says no. Yep. Uh, So, so they leave and go back to hundreds of miles. They yep. go back to Moab and tell Balak, you know, dude says no. And Balak's like, let's send more men. Let's send more dignified men with more, with a promise of a bigger reward for okay. him if he comes back and curses these people. Um. And then this is where the meat of the story kicks in. So I'm going to start reading from the actual verse. This is uh, Numbers 22, starting at verse 18. But Balaam answered them. Oh, by the way, they came back. Just to be clear, they got there. Balaam says, "Um, even if Balak gave me all all of the silver and gold in his palace, I could not do anything great or small to go beyond the command of the Lord, my God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now spend the night here so that I can find out what else the Lord will tell me. That night, God came to Balaam and said, since these men have come to summon you, go with them, but do only what I tell you. Balaam got up in the morning, saddled his, saddled his donkey and went with the Moab, Moabite officials. But God was very angry when he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the road to oppose him. But he told him to go. Yeah. And then he was angry that he like they're like they're like it's a ruse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or God's fucked up or he doesn't exist. Or just the likely of the three. There's a few options there. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. So, so we. So. He says, hey, it's cool. Go with them. But we're going to do like a Cyrano de Bergerac sort of thing. Right. Where I tell you what to do and you just say it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, so he's like, cool. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go. And then he's like, all right, I'm going. And God's like, no. Right. I'm going to send an angel to stop you. Right. Yeah. What angel? Just a rando angel, or is it, angel? it says the angel of the Lord? What's funny is the like angel. Of I know the Lord. it. It really like there's. I'm sure a lot of theology out there around this, but it's very common in the Bible for them to just say the angel of the Lord as if there's only one. Mm. Um, it's, and sometimes when it's the angel of the Lord, it's actually the Lord too. Sometimes. Okay. Like he used the angel as a conduit, yeah, or something. Telecom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the angel of the Lord is actually just a telecom. <laughs> they just didn't know what a telecom was. Right, yeah. Oh, it's an angel. <laughs> <laughs> just shows up in the middle of the road, and you just hear, yeah. "Hey guys, <laughs> how about chill out?" <laughs> I'm sorry, God. I, I can't hear you very well. Oh, sorry. I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, but God was very angry when yes. he went and the angel, angel of, the, of the Lord stood in the road to oppose him. 
Balaam was riding his donkey and his two servants were with him. When the donkey saw that the angel of the Lord saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand, it turned off the road into a field. Balaam beat it to get it back on the road. Beat the donkey. Right. Just to be clear. Beat his ass. Yeah. Didn't want you to think he was jerking off or something. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't going to take it there. Uh-huh. Why would you think that? <laughs> um, then, <laughs> then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path through the vineyards with the walls on both sides. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it pressed close to the wall, crushing Balaam's foot against it. So he beat the donkey again. Beating his ass. Yeah. Then the angel of the Lord moved on ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no room to turn, either to the right or to the left. When the, don- when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it laid down under Balaam. And he was angry and he beat it with a staff. Then the Lord opened the donkey's mouth. Oh my God, this is like Doom Patrol. it's hilarious i totally never put that together but yeah it's all i can picture now right that's probably not even where you're going but that's the first thing that and it said to balaam what have i done to you to make you beat me these three times so the donkey's talking yeah um balaam answered the donkey well god no the donkey's not talking God is talking through the donkey. That's exactly what Christians say. I mean, mean, like, seriously, that's I've I've been looking up explanations for the story and that's what they say. (laughs) I mean, there's no explanation for the story. No, but that's what it's supposed to be. Right. So Balaam answered the donkey. You have made a fool of me. Oh, wait. He actually thinks the donkey's talking. Yeah, that's the crazy part. (laughs) (laughs) What's it was really funny though, yeah, is like, why isn't he just like, oh God, what's wrong with me? Donkeys <laughs> <laughs> don't talk. God? Oh God. Oh. It, no, it is God. Oh hey God. Right. <laughs> My bad. So Balaam answered the donkey, You have made a fool of me. If only I had a sword in, sword in my hand, I would kill you right now. The donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your own donkey, which you have always ridden to this day? Have I been in the habit of doing this to you? No, he said. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with his sword drawn. So he bowed low and fell face down. The angel of the Lord asked him, Why have you beaten your donkey these three times? (laughs) You saw what it was doing. You were there. Yeah. I have stupid. (laughs) It crushed my foot. (laughs) It hid underneath me. It's not trying to protect me. (laughs) I have come here to oppose you because your path is a reckless one before me. The donkey saw me and turned away from me these three times. If it had not turned away, I would have certainly killed you by now, but I would have, but I would have spared it. He would have spared the donkey. Yeah. Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned. I did not realize you were standing in the road to oppose me. Now, if you are displeased, I will go back. (laughs) The angel of the Lord said to Balaam, go with the men. Oh, my God. But only speak what I tell you. But he already said, though. So Balaam went with (laughs) 
Halix officials. The, so, <laughs> and that's and that's the verses that I wanted to read. Okay, so, so in the, the little bit at the end there, where the angels talking about how if the donkey wouldn't have turned, the angel would have most certainly killed him. Like they didn't know. Most certainly, I would have, but maybe not. There's a small chance I wouldn't. But also, like, is the idea like he's just standing there like this with an invisible sword, and it's just going like can't move, and then the donkey's just gonna walk the dude right into the <laughs> right sword, into the, sword. <laughs> and then, the angel's not even trying. It's just like, I mean, after the first two beatings, <laughs> you would think the donkey would. Goes to show you how good of an ass that was. How, I mean, clearly that's like, didn't he have questions? <laughs> and when the angel was like, I most certainly would have killed you. The donkey didn't turn at the last second. Can, can you not move? Right. Is your, what, I just, I don't understand. <laughs> like, you could kill me now. What my big sticking point on this was, and, and a lot of people is, is God going back and forth uh-huh. on this, right? Like, that's like, because you're right. Why didn't the angel move? Another good question. Right. Do you remember last last time uh, we did this, did the podcast, I was talking about why when I was younger, I would read stories like this, but I would still believe in it. Mm-hmm. Like, other Christians will give you all these explanations and excuses. You just thought it was... Pure fairy tale. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. So, so one of the ex- excuses people will give you is like things get lost in translation, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is one of those examples. So I'm going to give you a really fun lesson on, okay. on Hebrew. So Yay. verse 12, God says, do not go with them. Right. Apparently here with them in Hebrew, the original Hebrew is imahem. And I might, and I'm probably getting the pronunciation mm-hmm. wrong. Most likely. Yeah. But um, this means to go with them physically and mentally. Okay. Right. So not only are you going with them physically, you're of the same mind as them. You're kind of like on the same mission as them. Okay. Right. You're going physically and mentally. Later in verse 20, when he says, go with them, he says it, the, the word for with them there is etam, which means Go with them physically, but not mentally. Okay. And then verse 22, when it says when he went, mm-hmm. right, when Balaam went, um, apparently, and the sources were differed on what exactly the word for the Hebrew was here, okay. which is kind of not a great sign, but apparent, but the mentality was the same, which is that uh, it meant he was going physically and mentally with them, right? Okay. So basically the idea is that he was going to go and still try and curse the Israelites, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what pissed off God mm. and why he sent the angel of the Lord. Because right? he didn't catch that God's double speak there? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I did. God's because- a terrible boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> constantly gaslighting you oh my god (laughs) um so here's what i did because today this day and age is a wonderful one where you can plug in 
and a lot of different websites out there. You can plug in a Bible verse mm-hmm. and see a bunch of different translations of right. it, right? Okay. So I plugged in the, the each of those three Bible verses where apparently these words mean different things, you know? Mm-hmm. And I saw almost 40 different English translations. Wow. Of them, everything from King James Bible to the New Living Translation to the Message, which is like you probably have never heard of this. Nope. It's like a paraphrasing of the Bible, sort okay. of, where like it's for modern English. It's supposed to be a really accessible gotcha. Bible. Not a single one of any of the translations showed any significant difference. Yeah, in this, not a single one. Um. There's one for the second, for verse 20, there's only one, and I don't even remember the name of the translation. It was one I've never heard of before. There's one where instead of saying, go with them, it said, follow them. And that was it. Mm. Every single other one was essentially the exact same thing. So either all of these people who have done all these different translations over all of these years and a lot of these are done by committee, these translations. They're either all completely inept or this explanation is bullshit. Well, I mean. Or there, or it could be both, I guess. But <laughs> No, I mean, it's more likely that it's bullshit, obviously. It could be. It could be. It could also be. It, it could be right. It could be the right explanation. But it also doesn't mean that the story is true either. Well, no, obviously. And, it's, and the whole thing is. It's a ridiculous story no matter what. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what where I landed on it was it's like, I just don't care. <laughs> like, I went down this rabbit hole of this and I was like, I really don't care because at the end of the day, you're still like you run into this one problem of why is God going back on what he said? Right. And the explanation for that is, well, God, Balaam had decided what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He didn't he should not have had the gall to ask God twice ah. of to whether or not he could go. So I God see. was basically saying, you know, you're going to do it anyway. And I'm not going to stop you just because, you know, I'm not going to stop you from doing what you want to do. Right. You know, even though he does try to stop him from what he wants to do. Yeah. I obviously don't believe that there's an all powerful being running this world. Yeah. But I would like to think. That if he was, even back then, he didn't have the time to, like, micromanage everybody's actions. Right. You would think, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's a lot of work. Seems if I, like it. If I were an actual being that controlled other people, I would just, it would be like Sims, right? There's two ways you can play Sims. Yeah. You can micromanage every every moment of your sims lives and the people who do that spend hours in front of their computer mm-hmm. or you can just set them and let them go until they die right <laughs> <laughs> and the bible can't decide which version of god that 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 is right yeah it goes from being the set them and forget them to the oh no you don't i'm gonna use this donkey to talk to you right <laughs> and then about two thousand years ago he Really went hard to the set it and forget it yes. method. Yep. He gave up. Right. He killed his only son. Yeah. Supposedly. His only son. Um, 
So yeah, I kind of just landed on these are really half-ass excuses for a, a really badly written story mm-hmm. about a talking donkey. The rest of the story of Balaam, it's all kind of downhill from there. But um, Balak hears that Balaam is on his way, so he rides out to meet him. He's like, hey, man, I told you it was urgent to get out here. Why didn't you come? And Balaam's like, hey, man, God. I'm here now, aren't I? <laughs> Besides, I just I can't just say whatever I want. I can only say what God puts in my mouth. A lot of putting stuff in people's oh, mouths yeah. in this. Yeah. Uh, so they make some sacrifices. Okay. And then the next morning they go up on this hill or a mountain or something like they that. They say what sort of sacrifice? Do they make like actual living animal sacrifices and shit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um I can't remember off the top of my head what the sacrifice I didn't make a note of it. I can't Sorry. remember what the sacrifices were that they made that night, but they make some more. Okay. Um, Balaam uh, tells them, so they go up on this hill or this mountain, and they're overlooking the outskirts of the Israelite camp, right? Um, the refugee Balaam, camp. Right, yeah. Um, Balaam tells them uh, to go build seven altars in the area and get seven bulls and seven rams. And they build them and they sacrifice the bulls and the rams at each of the seven altars. Uh, then Balaam says he'll see what God wants to do, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he goes all these off. animals and then I'm going to make a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes off and he has a conversation with God. Um, another. Another I, conversation. I thought with God, God was telling him what to say. Right. Wasn't yeah. he just there? Yeah, well, he's going to. Yeah. So Numbers 23, verse 4, God met with him and Balaam said, I've prepared seven altars and on each altar I've offered a bull and a ram. Um, the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, go back to Balak and give him this word. Um, so Balaam goes back to Balak and basically says, you brought me out here to curse these people, but God doesn't want them cursed. Long story short. Balaam blesses the Israelites. Okay. Uh, And then verse 11, Balak said to Balaam, what have you done to me? Which I made a note of because this seems to be a recurring phrase. Men, powerful men always like to blame other people for their problems. Yeah. (laughs) I brought you to curse my enemies, but you have done nothing but bless them. Uh, So Balaam's like, Hey man, Hey man, I told you, I get, I told you, and uh, so Balak has this brilliant idea that the real problem here is that they're standing in the wrong place. So he has Balaam follow him to a field. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's a brilliant idea. Better reception. Balaam's like, all right, I guess build me seven more altars. <laughs> Give me seven more bulls and seven more rams. <laughs> That's the God phone number. Yep. <laughs> um. So Balaam uh, opens wide to take another word from the Lord, um, and he ends up blessing the Israelites again, right? Right. Uh, then Balak goes back to the drawing board, In does, the wrong some, spot. does some careful considering, and realizes they're they're in the wrong spot. You go like the mountains or something. Yeah. Well, they were already in the mountains. So, okay. but but I think he went back to the mountain. It's really hard to to tell where they're going. 
So they move again, seven more altars, seven more bulls, seven more rams. Um, and you'll never guess what happens. Blesses the Israelites. He again. blesses the Israelites and Balak and Balak's like, fuck it. I'm done. GTFO. <laughs> so Balaam prophecies then that the Israelites going to basically wipe out everybody. And um, then he just They're goes home. Just kill all the people in the city. Not just the city. Everywhere. Like everybody in the area, like their city, other cities in the area. Why would they do that? I don't know. I think the uh, big driving force behind them wiping out cities is basically like all of these different cities have are are pagan. They're all pagan. Like, you know, that's just the catch all religion for all these. Um, They're all worshiping these different gods and stuff like that. And God gets jealous because, you know. If he's God, wouldn't he know that there's actually not other gods? So worshiping them shouldn't make him furious. Just think that they're stupid. Right. You would think. But my guess is it's because he knows there's other gods. Mm. And it's actually like this crazy God competition. Yeah. So he gets jealous when people don't follow him. Right. Right. So there's, I mean, that's just proof that there's a lot of gods. Right. He even, I mean, God is clearly not a monotheist. Right. Exactly. And that's the story of Balaam. That is the entirety of the story of Balaam. And yet. It ends like that's where it ends. That's where it ends. Um, Never to be heard from again. Nope. And it just goes on to another story after that. Okay. um, Of the Israelites doing other stuff. Um, He does get referenced throughout the Bible several times, Mm -hmm. including in the New Testament. Uh, and it's always people talking shit about him because he's like a deceiver and all that kind of stuff. But really, like, as, like I said, as I was reading through this, I kept thinking like, he really does sound like he actually believes in this God Mm -hmm. and everything. And he has some reverence for him. Um, and I don't know, maybe if you read it in the original Hebrew, there's some nuance to it that isn't coming through, but I just think it's really interesting that um, they they set this character up. And because it was such a poorly written story, mm-hmm. they have to keep tearing it down, tearing this guy down to justify the entire notion of, well, he was going right. to he was going to try and curse them. Right. So therefore, right. everything makes sense. Yes. Therefore, it makes sense for God to talk through a donkey. Right. Or to open the mouth of the donkey. Or to ask for like 21 bulls and rams to be murdered. Yeah. Well, God didn't even ask for it. Like, that's just what. Well, Balaam, clearly that's how you get to him. That's, I got, uh, apparently it worked. Yeah, that's true. Or is it circumstantial? Is God showing up every time and going like, you got to stop doing that. I don't need it. Yeah. You can just call. <laughs> I'm. Things you know how long it takes to make a bull, and you keep killing them. Stop it. Sure, but while I've got you here, (laughs) my cat's being a little weird lately. Can you take a look at him? (laughs) Fine. Oh, God damn it, Abraham. Why don't you just go kill your son? 
be another story in the future. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's the story of uh, Balaam and the wow. talking donkey. Wow. Yeah. I have to say I got to give it up to the modern storytellers on that, on the on the donkey as a portal. Oh, with Doom, Doom Patrol and, yeah, Doom and Patrol. Shrek. Doom Patrol. Uh, did they do that in Shrek? Did they, was donkey? He a, was he a port? Oh, he was talking. Yeah, he was I mean, talking he was donkey. But it was he was less of a talking donkey and more of a holster. Holster? For God, right? Oh, I thought you were talking about donkey no. from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> He's more of a holster. For Shrek's cock? <laughs> no, that's not what I meant at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not degrade Shrek here. Right. It was written <laughs> beloved, well. Beloved, yeah. It was written <laughs> it's really beloved well. story. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah, One other interesting thing about this, too, is this is the only other time an animal talks in the Bible Besides the snake. besides the snake in the Garden of Eden, yeah, and the snake is just like eat me. I don't think like that. it's holding up the apple, I like making how it the, move. I like how the snake <laughs> has turned into the gingerbread man from Shrek. <laughs> eat me! No, like the snake's holding up the apple and making it talk. Yeah, the talking snake is using ventriloquism. <laughs> Well, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, the Bible's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't believe it, I guess. Right. If you do, then it's a lot less fun. It's terrifying. Which is weird. It's really that's terrifying. So weird. You think it would be fun for the people who follow it, but I think we're getting more fun out of it than. Right. Yeah. They are, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot better when you realize, okay, this being's not going to send me to hell. Right. You know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I'm not going to be left behind. Ugh, right. Because Earth Cameron. Because Earth, in that story, Earth is hell, right? No. Hell comes to Earth? No, it's... Is it purgatory? No, that's oh, lost. God damn it, Kurt <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's the, the... So the idea behind left behind is... Um, sinners get left behind. Well, right? yeah, the sinners get left behind the, all, all of the Christians right. um, and only the Christians yep, of course. go to heaven. Sure. Um, and then there's seven years of tribulation. That's what it's called. Oh, that's the next movie. Yeah. I, th- I think <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, so there's seven years of tribulation and then the end of the world. Okay. I think that was the third movie. Probably. Yeah. I don't know like if they if they did I I watched the first one. Yeah, they I never, did a second one. I know, and I think they did a third one. I don't know if they did all of them because like, you know, it's a book series. Right. So I don't know if they went through each book or what, but I'm pretty sure the second one was called Tribulation. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it was. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> Just from video store years. Yeah. Like it's oh yeah. Seared into my memory because that it, it as much as I would ev- never, ever, 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 ever watch it, even as a joke. <laughs> it was one of the most popular movies. Yeah. Well, it's it, pretty good. It, <laughs> sure it is. No. I'm sure no. it's a, it's, it's, it's a dog feature shit. of cinematography that the whole world is missing out on. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, even God would be like, oh, fuck this. Or Cameron. Yeah. (laughs) I tried to make him funny and he ruined it. (laughs) I tried to make him like Michael J. Fox. But he just ended up in America instead of Canada. (laughs) That was the problem. Yeah. (laughs) Put him in the wrong spot. (laughs) It's so weird how they have these characters like that are so important, mm-hmm. but like then don't hear about it anymore after that. That's the whole story. Yeah. I you know. don't get a origin. You don't get a Genesis. You don't get anything of that. Got way more than uh, what was her name? Deborah. 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 It was Deborah. She was Rebecca's nurse and, and she was buried under some tree right. in Bethel died when she died and And that's all she's ever mentioned in the bible right yes unless maybe maybe there's some verse somewhere that's like doing a call back they cut it out because really they were lesbian lovers oh my god that would have been amazing and they couldn't for some reason they couldn't cut out the deborah's death yeah but they were like we can't put the rest of this in right So you just get her death. Right. And they edited out the glorious, probably world changing lesbian love story. Yeah. The best love story in the Bible. I'm going to write it. Right. (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm going to write their love story for the whole world to know. Yeah. It's about time. (laughs) You got to do it for Deborah's memory. Yes. That tree is not enough. No. And whatever the hell the name of it was. <laughs> I'm glad we moved on from um, the family. Right. Well, we'll get back to them. <laughs> like the Kardashians of the Bible. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm already like enough with these people. <laughs> I just wish they were as into music or right. makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Or Instead sex of- tapes. <laughs> Instead of just telling people that your wife is your sister. Right. Like that's their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or having your wife be your sister. Right. Also. Kardashian's okay. got to be, I guess. My, my, I'm sorry. This is the one and only time I'm going to say it ever. Sorry, Kardashians. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I'm learning and growing through this podcast. <laughs> Learning to accept the love of the Kardashians into my heart. (laughs) And now we found the purpose of the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Got you guys. It's just one more Kardashian podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You guys thought this was about the Bible. Uh, mm. I'm trying to remember what our sign off was from last week. Did we have what did we come up with one? Not really. We keep forgetting to. Yeah. And then we just start and then we get to this point. Well, we're doing Bible stories for atheists, right? So you have to end it like you would end a, a like a bedtime story. And they all lived miserably ever after. <laughs>
Have a week. <laughs> you gotta cut that out. <laughs>